What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Dixieland Democracy. We have everyone with you tonight, which is really a rarity. So I'm going to go ahead and introduce everybody. We got Rito. What's up, Reed? Dude, Call of Duty comes out Thursday night. Oh, and say goodbye to your life. What's up, JD? Uh, Reed Battlefield's already out. Wrong. That's all that matters. And how about Joe D? What's up, Joe D? Go, Cubs, go. So, we're recording this a night after Halloween. Probably have it up tomorrow sometime. You guys any got, got any crazy uh, Halloween stories? I got a real crazy one. Well, let us hear it. I drove all the way to Columbia, South Carolina to watch a clown blow a football game. That wasn't on Halloween. And we're going to talk about that later. And I'm sad about it. We're talking about Halloween stories. There was a lot of clowns on the field, though. Anybody else got any crazy Halloween stories? Yeah. Yeah, I was part of the 96% of the public that bet on Minnesota last night, minus five, and got destroyed. That is a crazy Halloween story, but you <laughs> you blowing money gambling is not as crazy as hoping for. We, well, I heard about a lady who has an even crazier story last week out of Oregon. Apparently... The uh, couple woke up, and the, the wife thought she parked her car outside. They look outside, no car. She drives an Impreza, okay? And so they're freaking out, just like you would if you looked outside and your car wasn't there. Well, they call the police, they report the car stolen, and the next day, the car turns up back in their driveway. And so they're like, what is going on? So they check inside the car and there's a note from the apparent thief or the friend of the thief who said that she sent her friend to go pick up the same color and make of car with her key, and the friend came back with this car. She used that woman's key to start this woman's car, which is bonkers to me. But not only did she leave a note, but she left $30 cash. How amazing is that? That's, uh, I was reading that, and, well, actually, like you were telling me about it, and the fact that she gave them $30 after she had returned the car, I thought was the, the funniest part of the story. Like, I'm going to say there's almost no way she ran out $30 worth of gas, and my question is, where do I sign up? Because <laughs> yes. I drive huh? my buddies around all the time, and don't nobody give me $5 for gas. Anyway, let's go ahead and move on to something a little scarier. Talk about Jalen Hurd. Guys, I don't know how to feel about Jalen Hurd uh, going ahead and announcing he's going to transfer schools. I, uh, I, I go back and forth. Like I, I don't want to hate the guy, but it was so much easier when Preston Williams left. Well, here's my take. I mean, there's all kind of rumors swirling around. And, I mean, it's one thing after another the last 24, 48 hours. But uh, what I believe happened is, and what I've heard, this isn't from me. This is, you know, it's been speculated on over and over. But after the Georgia game, he, uh, well, during the Georgia game, after the hit at the goal line, him and Butch supposedly got into it. 
And that's why he didn't get a concussion. And he didn't go back in because him and Butch got into it. And then he went back in on that last play. Because had he been in concussion protocol, he would have never gotten his helmet back. So after that, the team voted that they would keep him on the team because he supposedly quit, got into a butch, something during that. So the team voted after that they would suspend him one game. So that's why he didn't travel to Texas A&M. And so when he comes back, you know, all's jolly and good, and we never hear about it. And I think the same thing happened this time with, in the second half, he quit the other night. When he saw John Kelly had the hot hand, he quits and, you know, other things built up the frustration and I get that and I'm, I'm with him there. I, I totally understand that. But supposedly he quit in the second half. He was healthy and the team held a meeting Sunday night that we all heard about and the team voted him off. And so they're covering it up saying he's transferring, but the team voted him off. That's what I truly believe. And he, I don't think he will transfer. I think he will enroll in the draft. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I don't think it makes any sense in the world for him to transfer, knowing that he can go to the draft and go ahead and get money. There's no reason in the world for him to transfer. Or change positions. Yeah, or that. The change in position thing has been the the craziest thing I've heard. Um, No pun intended, but I I don't understand. I mean, obviously he's a wide receiver tight end size. He's a bigger back, but... I would, if I were him, I'd just wait until the draft or someone drafts him for him to change positions if they wanted to. Yeah. To stay in the NFL. An NFL but coach can make the, that decision. Right. But what I've heard is that, um, now correct me if I'm wrong, how much I formation did we, did we run against Northwestern in the bowl game last year? I we had 10 plays for 77 yards. And what I've heard is that Hurd was promised that we would run a lot more of that with him in the I formation this year. And as we can see, we have hardly ran that at all. So We ran it it nine times against Appalachian State, supposedly. I don't remember if that's what I was told. Yeah, I don't either. Um, But I feel like this has been – I feel like this has been something that – was going to happen. You know what I mean? I, I think there was no stopping it. Uh, Butch is going to run what Butch wants to run, and he's not going to change his offense for one player, which... Like John Reed said, he ran the read option with Justin Worley for two years. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. That's absolutely correct. Now, he, you know his stepdad came out and released a video, I don't know if you saw it, that said something about that uh, he didn't get a concussion in the Georgia game on the hit going into the end zone, but that he got a concussion <laughs> somewhere in the third quarter when he fell and hit his head, which I don't know. That could be a crock, but... There, uh, there was one hit, I remember, that uh, he he got his face driven into the uh, to the ground and he had grass all in his face mask and he came up and was... Uh, kind of playing with the grass, but uh, other than that, yeah. I don't, I don't know what else it could have been. And and I'm not sure if that's the exact hit he's talking about, but I know that he said that Jalen went out and tried to play a couple more plays and realized that his head was hurting him, uh, and that the reason he didn't travel to A and M was because he had yet to pass uh, the uh, concussion protocols or he'd yet to uh, to meet them, I guess, and um, they didn't want him. In the atmosphere, with already having the headache that he had, I guess. I don't know. That's both sides of the fact. 
or of uh, what see, happened to Jordan. See, I thought that too. I thought, you know, maybe that's why they didn't want him to fly because of concussion protocol. But if y'all remember, Dylan Wiseman got knocked out that Texas A&M game. Didn't know where he was, and he flew back. Yeah, he did. But that's the, that's the thing, though. Like these head injuries, everybody is everybody recovers differently. Which heard if I correct me if I'm wrong, in the past has sat out multiple games for concussions. I remember his freshman year, he sat out some of Vanderbilt. I can't remember if that was for a concussion or what, but I do remember him sitting out a couple drives for concussions where it looked like he didn't get hit that hard or, you know, so. Well, hey, let me ask you guys this. If he did just up and quit because, let's just say, I mean, it's all about him, which, I mean, could very well be the case. He's used to being the stud. He's not used to being just a tool. Um, do you, I mean, does it make you dislike him? I don't agree with the quitting part. If that's true, but I do understand the frustration with the formations, and I'm sure he was promised things that weren't kept. So I completely agree there. But overall, I don't agree with the decision. But you know, it's his to make. Yeah, I agree. I'm not. I'm not happy about it. But I do want to say it's like with what we have left and what what happened at South Carolina. I'm much more upset about. Butch Jones and the loss to South Carolina than I am about Hurd leaving the team. We've got two amazing running backs to take his place. We don't have the talent on defense to come back like we had. Yeah. Well, and I I think that we all kind of feel like, you know, that we probably wish him the best unless he went to a rival school and then uh, we would wish that he would have a season-ending or career-ending injury. (laughs) I didn't say that, but... If he goes to Michigan, I'll be redneck mad. <laughs> so, let me ask you this. Obviously, we lost South Carolina. We don't know whether or not that influenced Jalen's decision, but ain't nobody real happy about it. Are you on the fire butch train? I was never I'm. Oh, no, <laughs> that's true. You've, you've, been, you've been fire butch for a while, but I am now freshly on the fire butch train. Welcome I'm on it so hard that I feel like I could be driving it. <laughs> and for all all that time, all y'all called me a negaval, and everyone said I was negative. Even after we beat Florida, you are a negaval. Even after we beat Florida, I left Firebush Jones in my bio. Everybody thought I was just negative, but I knew the dude's a clown. Look, here, here's what I've always thought about Butch. It's like the guy is not gonna win us a championship. I completely agree. But he's an amazing recruiter. And with the team that he has built, and this is his team that he has brought through everything, if he if he could deliver us at least an SEC East championship, that would be enough to keep him for another year, I think. But well, I, after I, that, I, you, good, I just I, don't want to go through that rebuilding process all over again with a new coach bringing in his own guys that, that is going to take another two years to build up. I just, I just need it here now, and now that I know for a fact Bush Jones is not going to bring it ever, get him out. Well, here, here's what I'm saying. I think, I think as a person, I think he's a good guy. Um, I think the players and the recruits love him. I think he's got a cool haircut, <laughs> but I think he's got a low ceiling. Yeah, and I think we've hit it. Hey, you can't know that he's a he's a fantastic recruiter. But he is one of the worst game coaches you could possibly ever oh, have. I'm sorry. 
yeah, he's a he is a great recruiter. You know, he knows what what buttons to push when it comes to signing day. He knows who to go after. But the fact of the matter is, is that we've got all these great recruits, and we're sitting at nine and three. And it's not like it's two years ago when we only had one good recruiting class. We have multiple good recruiting classes. We have two or three now, top five or top ten. JD, and we're just not in the production on the field from everybody. JD, do not go ahead and give us nine and three. You are out of your mind if you, if you think Kentucky and Vandy are just W's right Stop. now. Compared to how we played against South Carolina, Vandy's got one heck of a defense and Kentucky's on a hot streak. I'm taking Kentucky over Georgia this week. So sorry. Don't, don't, don't go ahead and give us nine wins. I, I'm well, sorry. you don't go ahead and give us your picks. Spoiler. <laughs> sorry, I uh, I got a little he- ahead of myself there, um, but we shouldn't be sitting at three losses. Is what I was getting at. We should be seven and one. Yes, we should have beat a And M. A And M is a beautiful is a beatable football team. <laughs> Do you call them beautiful? <laughs> They're a beautiful, beatable football team. <laughs> they are a beautiful football team. Have you um, seen Kevin Sumlin, boy? <laughs> he looked like, like uh, licorice. Moving on. <laughs> okay, so let's just say that Butch Jones does get fired, and for the love of God, Mike DeBoer gets fired. Let's he won't say, be. who do you want as your new head coach and offensive coordinator? Here, here's how convenient I am. I can fill both of those positions with one guy. Chip Say it. Kelly. Chocolate Chip Kelly. And here's the thing. You call, before you call me crazy, there are some things a man cowboy brought up to my attention, and there were good points. Chip hates recruiting, though he's very good at it, and he hates dealing with boosters. And both of those are major, you know, points at Tennessee. And I, I think he could recruit well here. And uh, the dude's 46-7 and seven in college and 27-27 and 27 in the NFL. Butch has a $10 million buyout this year. So if we wait till next year, he'll be cheaper. And which we will. We'll wait till next year unless he loses this weekend. But um, so if we give him another year, and the 49ers will give Chip Kelly another year. So by the time we fire Butch, Chip Kelly will be unemployed as well. We need to throw $8 million at him. I don't think there's any way he doesn't come. I said for the last couple of days, I've been saying, give me Les Miles. And let me tell you something. If Les Miles wanted to come to the Vols, I, I would take him in a heartbeat. Um, I think Les Miles would do good things at Tennessee if we could put good coaches around him. Uh, maybe not let him call plays on offense. But, I'll, I mean, I, I think he's a great coach. But I was going to say, another direction. What, what do we change if we bring less miles in, though? Like, you I think we well, complain about offense now? Well, that's what I'm saying, is that we don't need to let him call plays on offense. We hire somebody else as, a, and as an offensive coordinator who's half decent. Um, and we let them work with the offense. The thing that he's been lacking is a quarterback. And the thing that we're going to be pretty good at for the next couple of years is the quarterback position. So, you know, I, I think that Les Miles would have all the tools he needed to go ahead and put us back on top. But that's not the direction I went in. So let's not even talk about that. You want- let me tell you something. Give me Bobby Petrino 
and Art Browns. I want the most controversial coaching tandem maybe in the entire universe. <laughs> I would love it. I would absolutely Guys, love it. I want for you. We would I win think so Petrino, many games. I don't think Petrino would win so many so games that I would be so Art. distracted. Jody, stop talking over me. <laughs> You've been talking we would for five so minutes. so many games that I would be distracted from all the NCAA sanctions. I just want to say, since uh, Petrino wanted to come uh, four years four years ago, yeah, and we turned him down for Butch Jones, I don't think he'll come now. But I would I would love Art Bryles. I don't care. I do not care about character anything. Give me W's. And Art Browse will make our offense great. Guys. I, I'm saying bring Petrino in on a Harley. <laughs> let me let me tell you the most let me tell you the best situation. We gotta throw a bunch of money, that eight million dollar range, at John Gruden Reed. <laughs> you would take Gruden over Chip Kelly. See, I don't know. I don't know how I mean Chip Kelly has done well. In college, obviously, he's got a great record. But oh, his yeah. offense at Tennessee with Garantano, man. Oh, I know, I know. It it looks like it, you put Mariota pretty much in the in yeah. the mirror yeah. image. Yeah, I mean they have similar uh, you know body types. I'd say if anything, I'm, I'll let you talk. But I'd say if anything, Garantano is probably a little better of a prospect. I'd say Garantano can throw better. Yeah, I'd say he's got a better arm. But I don't know about Chip Kelly's defense, and we say it all the time. You've got to have somewhat of a defense in the SEC. And I don't know that Oregon, under Chip Kelly, ever had just a great defense. Obviously, if you can outscore, you know, if you can score enough to uh, hide your defensive flaws, I mean, that's going to be fine. But against teams like Alabama, they're going to slow you down, and they're going to get you out of rhythm, and they're going to have – times where they stop you and you got to be able to stop them and I don't know that a Chip Kelly team can do that. Buddy, but, if we could go 10 and 2 every year with Chip Kelly and the two games we lose, we lose 60 to 55, I'm completely fine. You're right. That, that'd you know, be a fun season. Con- That's what I'm every saying. Once a, every once in a while we'd probably sneak up and beat Alabama and, and be in the, you know, playoff. But my the best case scenario right now, uh the board's uh contracts up after this year. I say that we hire Art Bryles because I don't think any team's going to hire him as a head coach right off of this scandal from Baylor. But you hire him as an offensive coordinator, he sees it as an opportunity to get back in the spotlight, and then I think he will eventually go on to another school. Well, that's what I was about to say. You He would leave. Yeah, I mean, you, you know he's going to leave, but I think that's something Butch, Butch is desperate right now. He knows that his time, his window is – about the size of a peephole. You know, size so, of a peephole. Yes, that too. So moving on. He's he's <laughs> desperate. So I, I'm thinking that Art Bryles is is going to be here come next season. Jody, what about you, buddy? I told you, Art Bryles is my man. I'm all for him. Now, don't get me wrong. I'd love Chip Kelly too. I just don't see it happening. I mean, I'd li- I'd love for Chip Kelly to come, but I think Art Bryles is the best for your money that you can get. Yeah, probably so. Um, let's see here. Next thing on the board, we got the SEC picks. J.D., you got those ready? Jody, you got a dip can ready? Mm-hmm. 
Well, no, I mean the dip can ready. Oh, yeah. Same one. Copenhagen met camo. There we go. Hey, Copenhagen, if you're listening, baby, we still here. <laughs> Jay, right. what we got? Well, let me tell you how everyone did this past week. Um, the dip cam went four and two if you take out the Michigan State Michigan game. Hey, we are. Hey, if you if you take it on the spread though, they're just a Michigan yeah, State on the spread. The spread hey, and let me say this as well: the dip cam picks last, fellas. Y'all can't be bumming picks off the dip cam. <laughs> hey, that's fine. That's fine with me. Um, well, Jody was flipping the dip cam before I could say my picks last week, so. There you uh, go. Whatever. Don't make excuses. Pick them. Anyways, the standings are I'm still in first, 29-10. Well, actually, we're tied for first. Jody, is, uh, he uh, got a game on me last week. Uh, you and Blake tied for the best last week. So um, we're, sit- we're both sitting at 29-10. and 10. Blake, you're at 26-13. and 13, And Reed, you're Heck at 21-15. Yeah. So, and I know, Reed, you haven't made picks every week, so... I just give you the same as the person that finished last that week. That's the only thing I can think to do. Well, that's screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. I don't know what else to do. You ever heard of a text message? Check up. <laughs> you ever heard of a text message? about that, and I usually just forget. But anyway, this week's picks are, first we got South Carolina and Missouri. South Carolina. I'm taking South Carolina, too. Man, I want to pick. I want to pick Missouri to do it just because I want South Carolina to sh- the bad, but I'm taking South Carolina. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll pick against uh, Will Muschamp. I hate him. <laughs> the dip can have South Carolina Jake, too. trying to have me come back. Who the dip can have, Jody? South Carolina. South Carolina. Next, we got well, what we thought would be a pointless game at this point, but actually, it turns out this is an important game. Kentucky and Georgia. I'm I'm gonna take Georgia. I got Kentucky. Yeah. Give me Kentucky. Yeah, Kentucky. Line. I got I got Georgia. And the dip can has Kentucky as well. I'm so divided in this game. Jay, you know, Jay, we said the dip can goes last. Sorry. I'm gonna go. Jeez. I'm gonna go Georgia. Now he's fading the dip can. That's that's the wrong move. It's the wrong move. What did uh, the dip can go? Kentucky. Kentucky. I hey. pretended he didn't hear it. This is what happened last week. Sorry. Uh, yeah, okay. I won't say it again. until the end. I won't say it until the end. All right. Next we got Auburn Vanderbilt. Auburn. 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 The dip can's got Vandy. Yody. Stop! I, th- I, I keep Auburn. thinking that JD goes first. That's my bad. I've got Auburn in a close one by seven. Uh. Yeah, this is the the dip can spread game of the week. I'm gonna go ahead and call it because the spread is 25 point favorite for Auburn, which is insane. Okay. As uh, Vanderbilt has yeah, only allowed can. like 25 points. This can't take the spread. Yeah. 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 I feel like we're not supposed to choke up the dip can, man. It, it has Vandy. <laughs> Next, we've got uh, Florida and Arkansas. Ooh. You know what? I'm going Florida, but I'd love to go Arkansas. I got Florida. 
I told you, fools, that Florida would only lose to LSU. Okay, JD, and not the dip camp. <laughs> I'm keeping the dream alive. I'm saying Arkansas. <laughs> uh, the dip can's got Florida. Smart man. Next Smart we got, can. Next we got one of the biggest games of the year, LSU-Alabama. Uh, I'm going Alabama. Give me, Alabama about two touchdowns. Give me Alabama as well. Alabama pulls away at the end. The dip can. And the can has Coach O in Death Valley at night. Oh. Bring me the you, Coach O. Next we got an out-of-conference game. Uh, there's not really too many good games going on this week. We got Nebraska and Ohio State. Ohio State. Ohio State. Ohio State. I'm going State. And so does the dip can. Across the board. All right, guys. Well, that's the uh, that's the picks this week. We've only got six. There's not too many interesting games. So, hey, Reed, how many picks do we have? Six. <laughs> okay, so now we move on to quite possibly my new favorite segment on the show, the Mullet Minute. Now, Reed didn't even listen to our last episode because I don't know why, but uh, I'm a busy man. It was a good episode. It was, it was a good episode. Also, so he doesn't know what the mullet minute is. Reed, to explain to you, the mullet minute, we will be rapid-firing questions at you, and you just need to answer them honestly. Most of them are going to be yes or no questions or one-word questions. Sounds good. Okay. So, anybody got a stopwatch? I'll do it. Yeah, I got it. I got one. Last week we ran out of questions, so <laughs> uh, we're prepared this week because there's three people asking. Do you want to? Right. Do you want to go, Blake? Let, JD, let me know when you're me. ready, and I'll start it off. All right, JD, you're gonna go second. All right, all right, and go. Would you give up your firstborn child for a Voss championship? No. Keep one, kill the rest. Juwan Jennings, Derek Barnett, JRM, and Cam Sutton. Juwan. Have you ever pooped yourself? Once. Would you rather find a super hot girlfriend or have Jalen Hurd back? Girlfriend. Seth Curry or Kobe Bryant? Uh, Kendall Ray. <laughs> Cubs or Indians? <laughs> Indians, I hate the Cubs. Mayo or Miracle Whip? Neither. Who wins in a bar fight between all of us? Me. Xbox or PlayStation? Marry one, kill one, save and... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Xbox or PlayStation? Xbox. Marry one, kill one, Nick Saban, Hillary Clinton. Saban, Mary. And that's it. Oh, I got one more. Well, yeah, we all get one more. Oh, God. All right. This is a big one, Reed. Would you rather endure eight more years of President Obama or four more years of Hillary Clinton? Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> They're essentially the same person, so give me four of Hillary. 
Oh, okay. Has Obama killed anybody? Okay. Yes. This nice. Since uh, since this is our sponsor now, what is your favorite flavor of Copenhagen? Uh, well, since I've never put any of it in my mouth, I'm not to go with wintergreen on smell. Ah, mint's better. How long have you gone without changing underwear? Two days. Oh, that's a. I can't go longer than a day, but whatever. So. But it's only in dire situations. Yeah, you go camping sometimes, man. I feel like, well, no, we won't get into that. Anyhow, so that was the mullet minute. I hope you had fun, Reese. It was a ride. Just like every week, I just kind of want to run over it real quick because I know we don't have much time left. Um, we're doing something called Operation Sleigh Bells. Uh, we're trying to buy presents for families who might not otherwise have them. If you want to donate to that, you can find it on Twitter and Facebook or at GoFundMe at uh, GoFundMe.com forward slash GiveBackShelbyville. Once again, that's GoFundMe.com forward slash GiveBackShelbyville. We cut the uh, the total that we're looking for down to $400 on top of the $200 that we guys are going to put, uh, put in on our own. So if you uh, feel led to give, I ask that you do. So that's all we got. JD, Reed, Jody, anything else to say before we close? Call of Duty, baby. Thursday night. Battlefield's better. Cubs in seven. Quick. Yeah. I'm just ready for the Titans game. That's right. That's all I can say. Get us <laughs> well, to fighting four with a share of the division lead. I love you, boys. Guys, it's been real. It's been fun. But it ain't been real fun. So long, Jalen Hurd. Love you.